0: Today is a very special day because we have a very special guest on today's show. Chargers team reporter Haley Elwood comes on the show to talk about Justin Herbert, Brandon Staley, and some of her favorite moments covering the team for the last nine seasons.
1: You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on
0: the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is up, and welcome into the Locked On Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined, as always, by my co-host, David Drogelmeyer, and we've been carving the Chargers together for over six seasons, and we're heading into our fifth season as hosts of the Locked On Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys so much for checking us out and making us your first listen today, and to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe to the Locked On Chargers YouTube channel, and also follow the show, for free every day, wherever you get your podcast from. But so excited to have Haley Elwood on today's show. Finally, the schedule's worked out. We're able to get her on the show, and she is absolutely brilliant and awesome on today's show. And we get into... How it feels, you know, to cover someone like Justin Herbert, a full-blown NFL superstar. We'll talk about some of her homecoming trips, you know, seeing the upbringing of so many of the Chargers players and going to their hometowns or their colleges, which has been really cool. And we'll also talk about some of the biggest defensive additions. Obviously, that's been the story of the offseason. and. It just having a maybe a different vibe around it, David, a different kind of buzz. And maybe these players feel like there's something special going on in 2022. But today's episode is brought to you by Blue Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from Blue Nile.com. And locked on sports listeners get $50 off of purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings. Use code locked on at checkout. Here is Haley Elwood. All right, guys, here she is, our very, very special guest, someone that we've wanted to have on the show for a while. Now we finally got things to get connected, and we have her here on today's show, the Chargers team reporter, Haley Elwood. Super excited to have her on the show today. You guys can find her on Twitter. If you don't follow her already, I don't really know what you guys are doing, but you can find her at Haley Elwood, H-A-Y-L-E-Y-E-L-W-O-O-D. Haley, thank you so much for coming on the show today.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here, and thanks for adding the extra Y in the name, making the note of that. There are a million different ways to spell my name. You nailed it, so thanks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've had just the H-A, I've seen the H-E-Y-L-E-Y, I've seen a ton of different Haley's. That's one of the ones where you got to be careful, but it's Mm -hmm. nice having that full thing in your Twitter handle, though. Not many people get it, and there's no ones or underscores in there or anything. She got the OG name, but one of the things I think when you're talking about the Chargers, I think it always goes back to... The superstar of the team, Justin Herbert, right? And that's where we're going to start today. And one of the things that we always talk about is how cool it is that we get to cover the Chargers right now, right? With Justin Herbert during this time with a talent like him. So I just wanted to ask you how cool has it been to be around Justin these first couple of years and having watched him kind of blossom into an NFL superstar?
1: So it's been really cool, but it's kind of a funny story because just like Justin has been affected in the NFL by COVID, so too I was in terms of when he came in. So I'll put it this way. I met him virtually a number of times, but didn't actually physically meet him in person. We went to Oregon last year and shot a feature. Actually, I'm going to rep the sweatshirt that they gave there you me. Go. But, um, so it's been wild in terms of just like being able to build relationships in that sense. But, sure. you know, I always go back to that week two game, obviously against Kansas City in 2020, where we had no idea <laughs> just like what was going on. And And he goes in and then it's like, We were up in, we weren't even in the press box at that time because SoFi was still kind of figuring stuff out. So Chris Haley and I were in a suite and we were like, is that Herbert? Like, is he going out there? And, you know, just like everyone else, like Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson, the country and look what he's become. And it's just been such a wild ride and such an enjoyable ride to watch him. And I've said this a lot and I'll say it again, Chargers fans are so incredibly lucky that you have gone from Philip Rivers to Justin Herbert. Like, it's insane. You think of... It
0: doesn't of, make sense, yeah. It doesn't make
1: sense, but you think of the franchises, right? You think of Green Bay, you think of San Francisco, to a point Indianapolis was part of that conversation. And so to have that is just unreal, and it's so exciting. And he's been really fun to get to know, um, you know, just off the field as well. And and now I feel like, and I feel like this with a guys too, we're sort of rounding that COVID corner, if you will, knock right. on wood, where things are kind of seemingly back to normal and and getting to know these guys on different levels is now sort of back to that element that it used to be, right? Pre-COVID. Right. So it's just been such a wild ride um covering him and and just watching what he's been able to do so far in is incredible. And you know, I, I sat down with him a couple of weeks ago and was able to talk to him about his first couple of years in the league and he actually used the terms. He felt like he was drowning last off season, and he felt like it—it it was just nuts, and, and things were crazy. And I'm going, okay, hang on, because you look <laughs> really easy, you know. Right. If you felt like you were kind of drowning and things were brutal, and we he went didn't on to <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the
1: kid, he keeps his composure, right? And so when you look at that, and you go, okay, if he felt that way last off season and wasn't fully comfortable and was still learning kind of throughout the year, but was able to do that. What is like now that he has the grasp and is in what, you know, Joe Lombardi is called football two Oh two as they get into the 2022 season.
2: I had a real quick question just, you know, before I get into my next question here is do you feel like just as someone who's been around Justin Herbert more that you're starting to kind of get to know the real Justin Herbert a little bit? I think in the beginning we saw the very, you know, precise PR version of Justin Herbert and it seems like he's getting more and more comfortable as we go on.
1: Yeah, I think that's part of it. I think, um, again, you know, it's I can't imagine what it's like to come into the NFL like that and to sort of just catapult if you will.
0: Totally um, he's catapulted. Got <laughs> yeah, that's a good of way
1: humor. To put it. He's, Yeah, he's very dry. He's got a great sense of humor. And you, you've you seen that a little bit in press conferences and stuff like that. So I think, you know, in terms of getting comfortable with the playbook and on the field, all these guys, there's that element of getting comfortable with the media, with doing the doing the things that also come with the job that isn't just football. Um, and I think you're right. I think you are seeing that a bit more. And... It's going to be fun to watch it grow even further.
2: Yes, definitely look forward to that. Just getting to know the man that Justin Herbert is. You've been with the Chargers now for several head coaches, Mike McCoy, Anthony Lynn, (laughs) now Brandon Staley. How do you think Staley so far has been different from his predecessors?
1: That's a really good question. I think um, there's a youthful energy when it comes to what he's brought to this team. And, you know, I actually go back to a conversation I had with Aaron Andrews last year. I had her on my podcast cause she had the chargers harder sideline for the Thursday night game against the chiefs. And she talked about, she's like, I love Brandon Staley. Cause like get the youth movement in there. She's like, it's fun. It, you know, it brings something different and her husband played in the NHL and she mentioned how the NHL is usually a lot of older coaches. Now, granted, Mike McCoy was still young and Anthony Lynn were still young and they're football careers but there's something about staley and and he's younger obviously but he still is fresh you know he still is relatively new to the nfl like we'll put it this way i technically have been covering the chargers longer than he has been in the nfl that's crazy yeah you're right Um, (laughs) which is bizarre but there's a difference there and i think his is just different and i think to navigate a season like there was last year which started out seemingly kind of normal and then basically had to shut down because not shut down but you know what i mean but kind of tighten up if you will because of covid but to still navigate this team and get them to a spot where they could have so close they came so close to making offs in that first season (sighs) um i know long sigh but (laughs) we'll move on week one will be here and we'll move on but um, I think that just kind of sets him apart, if you will. And there's, you know, you hear guys talk about culture. And, and don't get me wrong, you know, Anthony Lynn had a culture and, and Mike McCoy too, but this one definitely seems to be, you know, He always talked a lot last year about collaboration, really collaborating with the players. And I think that's where his type of culture, if you will, comes from. I go back to what he said early on, where he mentioned how he liked to talk to guys about what kind of plays they felt worked well for them. What kind of plays did they see working against the opponent when at last that that week? And he said, you know, we were doing those things and having those conversations because I wanted to put these guys in the best positions possible that's a collaborative effort. And I think when you get that buy-in from your head coach, it probably makes you feel better to go out and play your best on Sundays.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, I think that was one of the things that you heard when Brandon Staley took over, right? Because you didn't know what to think. I mean, he was a defense coordinator, obviously did a great job doing it. But what sold me was just the testimonials from other players. Like the way that other players and the reverence that other players kind of talked about Brandon Staley. And it's like, you know, there seems like there's something to this. There is something to the collaboration. There's something to him wanting to know who your family is and being able like I feel like he can name the child of every player on the team right and the significant other of every player on the team that's just how it feels like a brand sailor but there is something to that and it seems like this off season. We saw some of those relationships come back to really help the Chargers, especially with a couple of really late signings that they had. But we have much more to get into with Haley Elwood. I really want to talk to her about her homecoming series because she had such a good inside look at how these players came up and their upbringing. We'll also start to talk about the defensive side of things because that is the most improved unit of the Chargers. And we'll get into that with her coming up right after this. Before we get back to Haley Elwood, she has more great things to say, but I do need to tell you guys about the one place you should be getting all of your auto parts, and that is Rock Auto. Dot com but the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models why go to your local chain auto parts store and go to the counter if you are especially if you're like me and don't know a ton about cars ask the guy at the counter about something just for him to look it up on his computer for 20 minutes probably not having the exact part that you need and if he does have it probably wants to get it from the warehouse that is giving it to his store but you can find the best inventory available at rockauto.com you can support a family business and get all of the parts that you need and the best part is you're saving money Why spend 50, 70, even 80% more on your auto parts when you can go to rockauto.com and find everything that you need. I actually just got brake parts that I absolutely crucially needed for my car, and it's the fourth time I've used Rock Auto, and it's so nice because they always alleviate the headache. Of course, when you have something go wrong with your car, you don't want something else on your plate, rockauto.com. Gets rid of that for you. So, whatever you need for your car or truck, make sure you go to RockAuto.com and mention Locked On. In there, how did you hear about us, box? So you know they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com. All right, back here with Chargers team reporter Haley Elwood. So excited to have her on the show to get her insight into this Chargers team because it does feel like there is something special going on in 2022. But I want to start with the series you've been doing, Haley. I mean, you put out a lot of great content, but one of my favorites for sure is the Homecoming series. So you've done a few players now at this point, but I was wondering if there was one story, if there was one trip that you've had to take that has been most memorable for you.
1: Ooh, that's a good question. We're actually shooting season two. If you will, right now, also. So, um, Very exciting. yeah, I went to Toronto a couple, ooh, probably a month or so ago now to do. A I mean, there's like what,
0: six Canadians? That could be a, a few different guys. But
1: that was with Joshua Palmer. And then um, went down to Fort Lauderdale for Asante Jr. And then we've got mm-hmm. a couple upcoming next week with some of the rookies on this team. So that'll be fun. So we're shooting those. We're in the process of that. But I think when you look back at last year, um, that's a really ooh.
0: I know that's tough.
1: Sorry. It's tough. <laughs> it's really tough because I also selfishly got to go to a lot of places that I had never been before. I am traveling, never been yeah. To Oregon, to Eugene, and and I thought that was really cool, and that was just a lot of fun too. Because like I said, that was the first time I had ever physically interacted with Justin Herbert. So getting to tap in and find out a little bit more about his upbringing and who he is as a person was great. You know, even going back to TCU with Ladanian Tomlinson was so much because he lives in the area. He's on their board. He frequents the school a lot, but I'll say this. We were finished shooting with him and we were in essentially what's like their kind of main quad on campus. Sure. And he, well, he drove us. Then we had a trail car, but um, he, we were like, okay, LT, well, like, you know, we're done. So much do you need to walk out? He goes, No, nah, I'm good. He literally just walks through the quad, and it's like there's a Hall of Famer just walking through, but like it's all <laughs> kids, right? Who just have no clue, like right? This guy is. And, and he just like unbothered, just strolled through TCU. Um, but it was really funny too because there were a couple kids that were on visits during that. that- that summer and their parents were going over and their <laughs> parents were telling the kids, like, do you know who this is? Like, this is the winning <laughs> Hall of Fame running back. Um, so it was a lot of fun. It's, I, I really enjoyed it and we've kind of changed it up a little bit. Sometimes we go back to colleges, Herbert in that case, it's his hometown and his college. Double um, with Joshua Palmer, it was really fun to go to Canada and go to his first high school, if you will, before he then transferred to St. Thomas Aquinas. And just, he is such an interesting story to me, and you'll learn this, but the job of football has been a job for him since he was in high school, since he made that decision to essentially transfer and come to the and go to St. Thomas Aquinas. So for me, I think finding that backstory was just really, really cool, and it's a lot of fun, and can't wait to share some of the stories that we have upcoming this year, too.
2: Absolutely. Definitely can't wait to see all of those. I am very excited for that. I think a lot of fans really know the players through the clips that we see on social media, but you actually get a B around the guys on a regular basis. So is there one player or a couple of players who you think are the biggest jokesters on the team?
1: Oh gosh. Um, (laughs) It's so funny. They're all, you know, this is an interesting team right now. This Chargers 2022 team, because there are a lot of big personalities when you like, Sebastian Joseph Day, or when we were at uh, Promo Day Media Day about a week ago, Kyle Van Noy is cruising through the different rooms that we had set up, and he's yelling, you know, two minutes, two minutes, like the veteran that he is, you know, giving the rookies crap for how long they were taking, which <laughs> they weren't <laughs> taking long at all, but that's the, you know. That's, that's the- his job. You got to yeah. keep it um, So, I, you know, it's it's just kind of funny. It's, it's such a fun mix right now of – and I'm sure we'll talk about this too, but this Chargers team is still very young, but yet you've added these older pieces mm. like the Khalil Max, the Kyle Van Noyes, the guys who have been around for, you know, nine seasons now. Right. Just kind of melting that all together and melding that all together is going to be really fun to watch how it plays out. But I think, you know, those two guys, and and like I said, they're new. But they're a lot of fun. Um, Calvin you noise know, cool. seems
0: like a character for sure. Like, yeah. He, he seems like, he, like I've seen him on Pat McAfee's show. He's doing a bunch of media spots and stuff. He probably has a future in this too.
1: You know, he totally does. And that's so we get the news that he signs, right? And I come into the office and it's like, and I, I say this is such a fun part of the job because it's like, okay, you've got two hours. He's going to be here to sign and you're going to interview him. How much can you learn about a guy? It's like studying for a final, like cramming for a final.
0: Cramming. <laughs> and he
1: was so easy because he's so personable and makes my job so much easier, right? When the guy is receptive and the guy is having fun on the other end or a girl, whoever you're interviewing. But when that person doesn't put the wall up and they actually want to be there, it makes it a lot easier. He's totally got a, a future. So so does Sebastian Joseph Day. And oh, yeah. I'll say this, when you mentioned Brandon Staley and and knowing sort of families and all of that, that was one of the things he said in the interview I did that when they were with the Rams randomly, Staley asked him one day, like, "How's your YouTube channel doing?" And he goes, "How do you know that I even have one?" <laughs> and, and I make the joke like he's up there just googling one day, like checking stuff out. so he does carry taps in. Um, but there's a lot of really fun fun guys on this team, and I think it's going to be fun to see it all come together.
2: Very, very excited to see what this collection of Chargers players are going to look like this year I mean so much talent it's really really going to be fun someone who covers the team you are aware of the team struggles in 2021 especially on the defensive side how impressed were you with the way that Tom Telesco was able to reload and revamp this entire defense
1: I think that was a huge a huge thing and and you sort of look at how this team has gone over the last couple years right and you look at the offense and from a couple of years ago and that that was a huge focal point of last off season. And then this off season was certainly shoring up that defense. And so you get all these new pieces and you get these pieces, like you guys mentioned, who have a lot of familiarity with Brandon Staley, a number of them do. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's hugely beneficial and encouraging. And the one word, and I, I was thinking about this, I was going to make this joke that if the chargers, I think were on Sesame street, They'd be brought to you by the letter C or the word complete because that is what (laughs) we're hearing a lot. It's a complete team. They want to build a complete team. And I've read a couple interviews that Brandon Staley has done with Albert Breer times where he's talked about the loss that happened in week 18 to the Raiders and realized we need to be more complete all three levels have to play together and obviously the defense is a huge part of that and they've made a huge investment in that when you look at the free agent acquisitions they've brought in so i think now you know it still is early but depth on this team now that we haven't had we haven't seen in a while and there's good depth to the point where brandon saley said it's not just numbers to have numbers there's quality there and that's what's most important and you specifically have that on the defensive side. You have that definitely in the DB room right now. So it's early. Obviously, we are now on a break. But as we get to camp in a little over a month or so, you know, things are certainly going to ramp up and pick up. And we'll have a really, really good idea of where this Chargers team stands heading into the season.
0: Yeah, and I thought you made a great point, just because it seemed like one of the things that held over after the season as far as talking points for the teams themselves and what they were saying was just how long it took some of these players to get up with Brandon's daily scheme coming from a totally different scheme under Gus Bradley. And it's like, that's a good thing about some of these players. They've been there. They've done yeah. it. They get to kind of pick up where they've left off. But sounds almost like you're saying there's kind of a special buzz around this team going into the 2022 season. So I have a couple more questions I have to get from Haley Elwood coming up right after this. And to take a break from this interview because I got very hungry and I need to tell you guys about the best protein bar of all time. The go of Protein Bars. And of course, I'm talking about the Mud Pie Built Bar. I know you guys know that I love Built Bars. It's something I've been stuffing into my face, especially during this wedding season when I want something that tastes like a candy bar, but I'm not allowed to have candy bars. Built Bars are the next best thing and they have so many great flavors to choose from. But my favorite one is the newest one. It's Mud Pie. I mean, it absolutely slaps. You can get it as a Built Puff or just a traditional built bar. The mud pie bars are available at built.com right now, and they're, of course, 100 percent covered in chocolate and soft and easy to chew. So why get a protein bar that tastes waxy, that tastes chalky? I'm not kidding you guys. It's one of the best things I've ever eaten, and it fits on my diet as well. That's not something that's easy to do. That's a unicorn out in the wild, and you can find it at Built.com, and you can even save some money. If you go to Built.com right now, you can use the promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, guys, we are back here with Chargers team reporter Haley Elwood. So gracious to give us her time today, and we have a bunch of things we want to talk about. But I have a couple more things, starting with you specifically having been around the team for nine seasons. And we just talked about all the additions, right? And they have a ton of talent. I mean, and now even some of the national heads are out there, right? Talking about the Chargers as one of these teams who's for real kind of going into the season. And it is so early. But you have been a a part of several special groups, right? Playoff teams like 2018, that really... Magical season with Philip Rivers, kind of his last ride as we see it now in hindsight. But I just have to ask, being in your position so close to the team, do you get like a palpable sense of that? Like, do you go and be around these guys? And when there is something like this and moves being made like the Chargers have made, do you feel like a different kind of buzz around this team in 2022?
1: Yeah. And I think you can talk to guys like I asked Justin Herbert that I'm like, what's the vibe? And he said, you know, we, he goes, I loved my team the first year I was here. I loved my team the, you know, last year, but it really is encouraging. And it's fun when you see the investment that the front office and the coaching staff is making to add pieces like that. And you can't deny that, you know, there is a concerted effort. And Joey Bosa talked about this and he goes, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it's bittersweet because it means you lose the guys who you've been teammates with for years. And, and not to mention that those guys, their seasons last year, a lot of them. So they're going off and doing amazing things now in their respective teams at their respective teams, but you can't deny it. I mean, when the Khalil Mack trade went down on Twitter, it's like, I just was sitting at my desk going like, wait, what? Like, this is (laughs) Is happening. Yeah, Um, and then you realize that and you're like, yeah, this is for real. You know, there's not that, again, there was any denial in the past, but there's an effort. And I think they realize too, how special of a talent Justin Herbert is. And that doesn't come around often. You look at what the Bengals did last year. They were able to get hot at the right time and And turn it around
0: quick too. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. So it it definitely is there and you just knock on wood and you hope that everyone stays healthy and everything comes together the way that it's supposed to, but it's fun. I mean, I've been in the league. Yeah. This is my ninth year covering the chargers. And I think I can safely say I've never experienced it like this. Like, Obviously with the Chargers, but just in the NFL in general and the absolute craziness that has happened in the AFC West. And when you look at even the moves, though, that the Chargers were making, it almost felt like every day that week there was like something else that someone else was doing, whether it was Russell Wilson or Devontae Adams or whatnot. And the AFC in general, at times during my tenure, has always been, I felt like, the best division in football. And then the Chiefs kind of pulled ahead a bit. And other teams, you know, like the Chargers hit some – road bumps, but this year should be really, really good. And it is really <laughs> exciting to That's watch. Um, I had asked Tom and he's like, you know, I wish he's like, I wish it wasn't as good, but it's great for, you know, the ratings, it's great for football fans. <laughs> it's, it's great for all of that, but it's um it's fun and it's going to be really fun. And I think that there's a general excitement overall when, you know, when you talk to guys and you see the guys and you just see how energized and jazzed they are as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, hey, the Chargers have five primetime games uh, upcoming this season. And I mean, hey, pretty much every single one of those AFC West battles this year is going to be appointment primetime TV. You're definitely going to have to tune in. But as native San Diegans, we've followed you pretty much your entire career here with the Chargers. And you've truly been an inspiration not only to us, but I'm sure to a lot of women out there trying to make it in this industry. So what advice would you give to young women that are trying to break into the sports world?
1: You know, it sounds stupid and cliche, but I think it's to really be yourself and know who you are and to be a nice person. Look, you can study and you have to study. And like, I've got, you know, I studied for this. I'm like, what do I know? (laughs) How do I cram all these weeks of mini camp into and, and off season program, like into my head, um, but, you know, obviously that comes with the job, right? Like, you know, it's going to take up a lot of your time and you know that you're going to have to be on your stuff. But at the same time, when knowing who you are, that's really important because there's so much now of just getting caught up in, you know, oh, how do I sound? And do I change my voice? And do I do all these <laughs> things? And and if that's not who you are at the end of the day, it's not going to get you very far. And, and your reputation, as I like to say, really is all that you have. Like you can be, a kick-ass note taker and studier, but if you aren't a good person, people aren't gonna want to work with you. And so I right. think just being able to be again, just be nice. You know, one of the things I loved, um, I worked for the Lakers for a season. I did their in arena hosting. Awesome. And like I love just getting to know the elevator attendants <laughs> because they were the same ones who were there almost every game I worked. And and now that we're at SoFi and those people are kind of back and working every sunday you know it's fun to kind of get to know them and so i just think you know just be yourself like know who you are and that'll get you really really far because I, I said this in an interview i just did for nfl um but if you work hard and you're nice and you're nice to the people you work with but also the players and the coaches like those relationships will take you very far you know like i said this is my ninth season in the league so I've had a lot of, you know, been around a lot of coaches, been around a lot of players who are now at other teams and you never know where you're going to end up. Right. So (laughs) treat everyone with respect and just, you know, be a good person at the end of the day and be yourself. And hopefully that's enough. But, you know, do the football stuff, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the football stuff is important, too. But I read that (laughs) article and it was great. And you guys can check it out at NFL.com. But one of the things you said, you know, having both your parents be at local news stations and stuff is like. You don't want people walking away from you like doing a set or doing an on-air appearance and being like, yeah, don't be like that guy, right? And I do think that follows you, right? And and it will catch up to you if you're not just a genuinely good, nice person because it is such a relationships business, even my short time covering the Chargers. And it seems like you made some pretty good ones. I mean, getting the hopes. The Super Bowl has been awesome. And obviously, you've gotten to cover the Chargers for 10 years almost now, right? But is there has there been one moment we'll get you out on this where like even you, whether you're someone who you're with or where you were even at, that you've kind of had to pinch yourself and be like, hey, I'm you know, from being a kid and wanting to do stuff like this, like I can't believe where I'm at right now.
1: I think it was the first Super Bowl that I ever worked, which How was cool. <laughs> in, in Atlanta. So Super Bowl 50, where are we 53, 54, so five, many, huh? 56, <laughs> yeah, I think it was 53. Um, it happened so randomly, like getting the call to do that. I I told the story, but I'll, I'll tell it really briefly. The Chargers played in London that season, so that was the 2018 season. I advanced out, did some stuff for the in-game presentation, and I worked with people at the league level who I never thought I'd see again. Right, you're in London, you're like eight thousand whatever miles away from home.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: um, eight time zones too, or it's eight, eight hours time ahead, zones? and so. <laughs> Maybe not eight time zones. That's but either right. way, eight,
0: eight hour difference. Year. Like that's not eight,
1: eight hours. Put it that. I don't do math, guys. That's why I do what me I neither. do. So, that's
0: why I said so surprise. Yeah. <laughs>
1: eight time zones or eight eight hours. Excuse me. So I work with these people. I never thought I'd see them again. The Chargers make the playoffs that year, and as we got ready to go to New England for the divisional round, I got a call or an email, excuse me, from one of the guys who I worked with. Um... For that London game, and he had asked me if I wanted to work the Super Bowl, and it was like, okay, yeah, you know, we yes. had to see how that <laughs> that game in New England went, and unfortunately for the Chargers, it didn't go great. But as I like to make the joke, I got to go on to Atlanta, um, <laughs> and I think um, I think just that experience. I will say even last this past one, just working at SoFi, which is the home stadium, if you will, was just really, really cool. And yeah. I never take those experiences for granted. And I never, ever say, like, I've made it. That's not because I have so far to go in my career. But sure. being able to be part of those games is something that's really, really. Special. Um, and I'll say this too, that 2018 season with the Chargers was also very special. And being able to experience the playoffs for my first time with the team was so much fun because when I was, you know, I was traveling with them at the time, those plane rides, man, those are just the best. That (sighs) Baltimore plane ride was a lot of fun and when you get everyone like that, just coming and and that's what every team wants, right? You got to hit your stride at the right moment and you got to come together. And that's really what happened that year. It was really fun to be part of and you hope it happens again.
0: Yeah, and I mean, maybe you'll we'll have a, a scheduling conflict this year because you're going to be asked to host the Super Bowl <laughs> for the NFL, but the Chargers are in the Super Bowl. There so. you
1: go. Good Everyone wants is- to
0: have. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. But truly, you're a rising star. And I mean, we have loved all of your content, everything you've created since you've been with the Chargers and have been following you for a long time. So it means a lot to us that you came on the show today. Make sure you guys are going, giving her a follow at Haley Elwood, H A Y L E Y E L W O O d on twitter if you're not already and just thank you so much for being so gracious with your time and coming on the show today Haley. we really 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 appreciate it
1: oh thanks for having me i'm sorry this took a minute it's not like anything happened this off season right we've been totally (laughs) slow but uh but thanks for having me guys i really appreciate it
0: Another special thank you to Haley Elwood. So glad we were finally able to get her on the show. That really was a lot of fun. We'll definitely have her on future podcasts as well. But thank you guys for checking out today's show and making us your first listen as always. And I do need to tell you guys before we wrap up that you guys need to be checking out the ultimate NBA mock draft, which is starting June 16th. You're going to get all of the best locked on experts. You're going to get the odyssey insiders. There's not another mock draft like it. You can find it wherever you get your podcast from at the ultimate NBA mock draft but that was a ton of fun to make sure you never miss this show so go subscribe to the locked on Chargers youtube channel because you don't want to miss this and it is a little different on youtube you know especially when you have someone with the energy like Haley elwood but we love our podcast listeners as well so to make sure you never miss the show and if you're on the go you can find the show on apple Podcasts, on spotify wherever you get your podcast from you can find the locked on chargers podcast there we do have another show coming up later this week though david and we want to turn it over to the fans we need your guys's help by putting in your questions in the YouTube comments, we will put a post out on our Twitter at Lockdown LAC where you guys can get your questions in there and get them read and answered on the next day's show. And we're doing that for fan mail Friday this week. So make sure you guys are hitting us up on Twitter. You can find us on our Lockdown Chargers Facebook page. You can find us at On Chargers on Instagram as well. Or you can always find me at Dan Talk Sports on Twitter. And David Drogan DMs are always open to whoever wants to go into them at DroTalk. SD, he absolutely loves him, but we also love hearing you guys. So if you want to get your voice on the show, call into the Locked On Chargers voice mail line at 323-524-7924. But thank you guys so much for checking out today's show and all of your support as always. We really, really appreciate you guys. We'll be back turning the show over to you guys on Friday for Fame Mail Friday. But until then, take it easy and go Bolts.